people, welcome back to the second hour of Love Babs Love Talk. I'm Babs Rose Ivy. Good morning, Anru. Morning, Babs. It's nice to see you. Good to see you too. Now listen, my yeah. Wi-Fi has been acting janky, so if I disappear on you, just keep the train on the track and keep moving. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> Got it. You know, I don't know what's going on, but we've been we've been having technical issues all morning. So I just wanted to give you that heads up in case you don't see me and I have to like log back in. So so how are you? My best. I'm doing all right. I'm doing yeah. okay. I'm glad to hear that. And yourself? So, listen, I, I, it's a good it's a good time right now. A little hectic, crazy. I like it like that though. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. In, in a good way, not in the not in the, my life depends on it kind of way, but yeah, in a yeah. really good, healthy, I like all the things that I'm into way, mm. you know, so yeah. it's taking a long yeah. time to get here. So, so you want to open us up with our, our prayer and then we can get right into it? Sure. Because, you know, uh, I live for the prayer. I live for the call. There we go. <laughs> um, so this is a call to our ancestors, the Yoruba chant which translates as we honor our fathers like that that lineage baba we honor our mothers that female lineage iba yeye and we honor all of our ancestors iba egungun and we thank them for the ashe that they've left for us right for the blessings that they've left for us in our lives um, in this time for us to pick up right and to carry forward so we honor them for that ashe that they have left for us, and we're using it today. So that's the that's this chant. And so as you listen to this, both um, I invite people to really welcome in the love and care that exists in our ancestry for us, right? In a way that's actually relevant specifically to who we are and what our lives are. So see if you can just welcome that in, and welcome the notion of like, oh, what is this? What is this? Ashe that they've left for me. What is the what are these gifts that they have left for me? And can I use them today? Am I using them today? What would it mean to use them today? Mamma tofu washe, ashe tefu an lan luhiu. Mamma tofu washe. Baye ye tofu washe, baye ye tofu washe. Baye ye tofu washe, baye ye tofu washe, ashe tefu an lan luhiu. Ibaye ye tofu washe. Ibaye Ibaye tofu tofu I feel grounded and centered. Mm. Okay, so 
from that place of feeling grounded and centered, what is foremost on your mind about this connection to our ancestors, to your ancestors right now? That I, that I, you know, that I feel their presence, that I, that I don't, I don't feel crazy about thinking about them being present. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think my, our cultures, the, the Western cultures give us space to sort of um, think about them as being near. Yeah. 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 And, and being near to hold us, right? to support us, right? Present to like, yes, we're here for you. Yeah, that's not the kind of Western notion of any of that. Yeah. And it takes a little getting used to, mm -hmm. you know, to think about them being so near. I think it's inherently in us. I think as people of color, as Black people, like I, I never felt divorced from my ancestors, mm -hmm. but I never felt to call them either. Do you know what I mean? Like to <clears throat> reach out to them. Yeah, I mean, it's very much, um, there's an aspect of being connected to and honoring our ancestors as a part of the black culture in the diaspora, which is present, right? Yes, we honor, we call them, right? There's this, there's this not calling like we just did, but like, this recognition that we come from people. Mm -hmm. But the intimacy piece, um, the, that the relationship actually continues as, and is relevant for us who are here now is not the piece that is, um, the practices of that are not active in the same way. Um, and, you know, what I would say is like, it's, it's actually something that I've come across and really been in all people like indigenous cultures, you know, the diversity of them. And I won't say all of them, cause I don't know all of them, but so many of them have as a part of this understanding, the relevance of our ancestors, the relationship of our ancestors to us now, who we can go to for support and for help in their presence. Um, there are lots of way, different ways that that happens. Um, but that that aspect of culture of of a people gets um, destroyed right? because mm. of these other systems, right? That that say no, no, this is the way. Don't right. Even if we think about like this idea in the United States of um, forward progress, right? Looking forward and don't look back, and you can be a new person, right? This this mythos of European people arriving here to like start a new life, right? And there's a mythos of that in the United States of, I don't have to look back, I just keep looking forward. Um, because, because of, there's something back there that we're trying to leave or is hindering us or is weighing us down. And these indigenous um, traditions recognize that there can be pain, right? There can be things that are, that's in, that are in, our, that's in our past that is negatively impacting us today. But there are technologies and ways to address that, right? And to also access the people, our people who are here to support us and actually turn to them who are also our ancestors for help in not being burdened, right? By 
the traumas that have that have been passed on, right? The, the ways that some of those things even become encultured and become a way that we think of ourselves as people. And how do we keep investigating that and um, investigating it critically, not just like critiquing, but like, oh, what is really there? Is this something that's really that I want to carry on? Is this a cycle, right? Is this is this Ashe here for me to like say yes to? Or is that like some like distortion and like survival strategy that actually is not serving me now anymore? Um, and I think that can be both in us as people, right, individuals. Oh, the way I dealt with things as like a teenager served me good enough. And then at a certain point I was like, yeah, that's, I can't have the relationships I really need if I behave that way, right? So in our own growth, that's there, but also in our growth as um, carriers and passers on of tradition and of ways of living, right? There are ways that we can also say, oh yeah, that was, we did that then to survive. And those circumstances, there's different opportunities here. And let me try to live into those. Mm. But it's a, it's a, that's a tender process, right? That, that kind of healing is like super intimate and super tender. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think once people, those that are called to it will take that journey, right? I believe, because you cannot, because sometimes you're called to things, Unruh. And you cannot ignore the call. Yes. <laughs> no matter what you do, the yeah. call just, it just, it, I don't want to say nags you, but it, it stays. Turn, yeah. It's still there. Yeah. Wherever you go, you're there. There you are. But you can't run from yourself either. And why you're you cannot. You cannot. You cannot. So. And um, relationships. that's part of that call, right? The call is part of, right, that inside, oh, like wanting to be healthy, wanting like love and a yearning. And like, well, I don't know what that looks like outside, right? But there's still that yearning that bubbles up. And so sometimes it takes a long time to allow ourselves to listen to and then to express and do those things. Um, sometimes that's, sometimes it's too much, right? And we can't, we can like notice it and they're like, yeah, maybe later I can, I can pay attention to that. I don't have the capacity now, um, mm -hmm. but it's there, right? These things wait, they're in us, they wait for us. And there's things in relationship, right? To other people, other beings, our ancestors, the divine, that also like calls to us to be in relationship with us. And sometimes yeah. we don't. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know what to do with that, or like, yes, and you know, <laughs> keep moving. Keep the wheels turning, right? I love it. I love it. That's true. So, um, I don't know what 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 do we really want to focus on today? I mean, I like this. I like going down this path. Um, <clears throat> is there something that's like calling you? We'll use that we'll stay with that theme, right? So is there something, um, so there's, there's what I noticed like today, there's, there's, there's not like a thing other than like really being also like with this, like this tenderness has kind of showed up, right? And, and I think that as, so for myself as a, you know, as I've navigated this world as a, as a black man, like what, honoring and naming that kind of tenderness is like so not a norm. Mm. And, and it is like super important right? 
to to me and the people I love, but also like to my own liberation that like I also get to hold that and to feel it and to be with it and to not have it figured out and to be and to trust it and to not be afraid of it um, and to share it and show it and be with it. Um, right, really where that like in these practices, um, I think in a lot of practices there can be this idea of like what do I want to pray for? What am I trying to do? How am I trying to grow? Right. And there's this, like, how do I hold this thing to do a thing with it? And it's also how are we trying to be in the world? And, and, and how can we allow that calling that we also have for our own wellness to really touch us deeply and not to like have it touch deeply to then like, yes, now I'm going to do the like super heart centered thing but even to let it touch us deeply and to be with that experience without turning it into another task, without turning it into um, a new you know, social media post, without turning it into um, a professional wing and aspect of what I'm trying to unfold or, or um, can I be with it? Mm. What does it mean, as you said, what does it mean to be with the feeling of the presence of my ancestors who are just here to support me and to love me and just want things to be good for me. Can I be, can I be with that really? Can I receive it and soak it in? Um, and that's a, that's not easy. Cause it's, it, it touches to me, it also touches the place of like the yearning for that, right? And the, the, the ways that it isn't around me. Right. And so there's like being with the like, yes, that's so good. And like, oh, it's, it's so good because it's there can be ways that's really absent right? to just feel that like when you walk out the door, wherever you look, imagine if when you walked out the door and I think I said this the last time we talked, there was just like a big yes that you felt. <laughs> right? You are valuable. You are good. We're here for you. Like imagine walking out the door just feeling that way. And, and everything in this culture had like a feedback to give us that fundamental message. Like that's, and even if not that, that there's a recognition to allow these other supports in their complexity to be with us, right? Imagine if there's this recognition wherever you go, like to honor and to feel that love and support from your ancestors and the presence that's there in, in a way that could be more regular, not less wonderful or less complex or mysterious or you know, full of this, um, kind of spirit aspect, but less out there. Because right? mm. yeah. then yes. we can get in the relationship easier if it feels less, whoa, that's kind of <laughs> crazy. It's so weird. I'm feeling, I just had this dream about my ancestors. That's, ah, it's kind of crazy. Like, actually, it's not crazy. It's not. Yeah. Crazy. No, I, I, I had a dream about my mother the other night. And it was such a lovely dream. When I woke up, I was so happy. And it, and it was just, it was a weird out of context kind of dream. But it was a happiness dream. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what are you trying to tell me? Like, what, what should I know? Is there something I should know? Or, or maybe she was just letting me know it's all right. I'm all right. Or something is all right. And you could just be in that happiness. Yeah, because I really was happy. I was like, oh, I was very happy to see my mother. <laughs> yeah. Right? With, with like a person who we run into and we leave that interaction, we feel happy. We don't often then look back like, well, why am I happy? What does that mean? 
should I feel happy? What do they want me to happy? Did I want me to be happy? But in that dream, right, seeing your mother, right, seeing an ancestor, or beloved, it's like, well, well, what's that about? What's the other message? And it could be like, oh, look, there is joy there, right? There is love there. There is happiness, and you get to be that also. Yeah, um, I, I think exactly that because it wasn't it wasn't a dream of anything other than she was happy and I was happy and. And everything around us was colorful and happy. I was like, like, what is this? See that. And 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 I I came across something recently, like even as our brains work, you know, if something like off or negative or uncomfortable happens, our system is wired to really embed that. Wanna make sure that doesn't happen again. Be careful over there, right? That's uncomfortable. The good things that happen we are the ones kind of consciously who need to embed it right? mm. so good things happening be present with it soak it in say yes to it what are all the sensations and thoughts connected to it embed it in there and then, then it becomes just as easy to to remember and to integrate oh yeah this is also there it's not just navigating the discomfort and the bumps in the road oh look it's really smooth oh this is so nice right that tasted so good that feel, i'm so happy oh just because let me just say yes to that. Because we often say yes to the, the, the discomfort where they can't, oh yeah, this is going on. Yep, that's of course, this is how it is, right? It's all off and all bumpy, right? And it's important to like do as much of these real blessings, right? Of these other gifts and relationships that we have. Yeah. That are important. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm going to take away with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. Because I'm more at I'm more at ease understanding ancestor um, connection now uh, mm. than hmm. I did. I mean, you, you've given me a good lesson. I mean, you've given me a couple of semesters of good lessons. So I you've been hammering in there, Babs. <laughs> so, and, and people have been riding along too, and they've they've been connecting too. So that's been a yeah. that's a, a a good thing that people feel so yeah. connected to their ancestors. By virtue of just listening uh, to you talk about it, so so that's a good thing. And uh, I like the idea of uh, you know paying attention to the the the, the what's calling you to things, yeah. you know, and how you get clarity around that, and and how you pay attention to that, and and how you don't dismiss your own inner calling, your own inner yearnings. Like don't dismiss them as if you're you're not crazy, you know, you're not. It it's might not- even be that that's the ashe that they have left for you, mm-hmm. right? These like, because the calling means that you have, if we're using, right? So that's, that's the sense, right? So this calling means that you have the ear to hear it. And so that there's actually something that's already connected to you. Because if, you, if it wasn't, you wouldn't hear it. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't register, right? So there's something that resonates, this external, ooh, right? Here's the calling that seems to come from the outside or bubbles up within. It means that there's something that's resonant in there. So let yourself, oh, let me be curious about that. And maybe I have to have, it takes courage to move in that direction because everything else, right, in this society tells me to like, move it this way, move it this way, move it this way. And this other thing is telling me to, whoa, turn a little bit and have a seat on that bench and notice this other thing and explore that 
oh no, but you gotta, you know, you gotta do this, and you gotta do that, and you gotta be successful, and you gotta be seen. Well, maybe there's something for you and who you are in your heart and your spirit, right? While you're here now, right? So we are the ones who are here now. We're alive. And so let's, let's see in this complicated journey of, of our existence, what, what is that calling touching in us? Even if we can't immediately turn towards it, oh, what is it asking of me? What is it calling in me to? Not just outright, I have to turn this way and do a thing, but oh, there's something in me that is wanting that, is saying yes, is saying yes enough, or is curious, right? Got my attention. Be curious. Right? And if it feels scary, oh, what, what can help me have courage? Mm. differently about what I'm asked or what is reality asking of me can have some courage to look at that and get off the treadmill of you know what this Western society says is your purpose and will make you successful. I like that. That's pretty it's pretty simple and powerful at the same time. You know, like it's not a whole complicated thing. It's, it's really not. <laughs> it's, really not. <laughs> it's not easy right? caring for ourselves in these relationships, but it's not really complicated. The, the turning towards that, there is, you know, there's complexity in any relationship, right? And even in the ones that are like, yes, this is like my, the person, who, like this living person I want to be with, right? Um, or this situation that I want to be in, right? Or this way I'm expressing myself, there's something that feels good in it. And there's always complexity in it, right? Because it's, life is that. Life is change and transformation all the time. And we have to navigate that, right? I woke up this morning feeling one way. I'm going to wake up tomorrow feeling a different way. <laughs> That's, you know, it's more into the fall now, right? And that's the thing about New England, right? You see change active all the time, right? It's now right, 50 degrees. A week ago, it was 70 degrees. Right? All right. I've got to move and navigate that. And so even in these good things, right, it's not static. There's movement. But it means that there's also these possibilities all the time to remember, to like reinvigorate, um, reconnect, even as so much pulls us away from that. Right? Kind of mm. keep turning towards it. Oh, yes, here's, there's that calling. There's that peace. There's a... There's something here for me. Can I look at the things that are in the way of me even believing that? Can I address those obstacles? Because maybe there is something here for me. Maybe I have value just because I have value. I actually don't have to prove anything. Maybe I don't have to be hyper, so hypervigilant and figure it all out before I take a step in that direction. Right? But there's real work to be done when those obstacles are there, right? When the narratives are like, no, 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 don't trust that. That's, dang that's a risk. That's dangerous. Do this secure thing for lots of reasons. Right? And like, that's the complexity, right? The kind of being aware of ourselves in this process. But it can also be that simplicity of like, oh, right, they're there. Right? Our ancestors are with us. We can even if there's like one out of the like bajillion of that we have, right? Orient towards the one that's just there. 
great. <laughs> Whenever, however far back they are, or how close you got one, just lean into that. Right? It's not just one, but like statistically speaking, there's at least one who is just like, yes, I love you, and just want you to be well. Right? Yeah, yeah. Seek that one. <laughs> Call to that one. <laughs> And then in time, right? Because sometimes people have like, well, there was this person, this family member who was a beloved of mine who passed away and I can love them and feel their love. But this other thing feels too abstract, right? Or it's like a minefield, it's too dangerous. And so, okay, that's how you feel, fine. So go to the one you love and ask them for help to navigate, to find others that you can lean into. Because right? these pieces of this ashe that they've left for us doesn't just come from one place. Right? So we lean on the ones we know or the ones we trust or that are easier to trust to then help us to connect with others who we don't know. Just like, you know, you got a good friend. It's like, there's this thing I want to go to. I'm nervous to go there by myself, but can we go together? Sure, right? Now you've got someone on your side to go and have some experience, right? To enjoy something you wouldn't do by yourself. Same thing with our ancestors we can do that. I like that. I like that very much. It makes it feel, uh, it, 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 it makes this journey so much more, uh, um, what do I want to say? Um, it makes the journey feel like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not wasting my time and I'm not mm. I'm not spinning my wheels that that I am connecting. Yeah. And that it's a very real experience. Yeah. And you're not alone. And not alone in it. Yes. You don't just have to figure it out. And and it's a, it's a it can feel like a contradiction, right? Like I feel alone even reaching towards my ancestors how I'm supposed to do this. Oh, so let that be this prayer and what you're the, the yearning is for that connection right and so let yourself connect to the yearning and be with that and like i need i'm seeking something i want this connection and i don't know mm -hmm. if it's there i don't know what it is but like let yourself be with the yearning right let that be the thing that inspires you right that's the resonance inside something in me is yearning which i would say is also like there's this calling because our ancestors are actually always there for us. We're usually the ones who have trouble finding them and turning towards them and being open to them. <laughs> They're just like, that's fine, we're here. You know? But just let that yearning even be the thing that inspires, inspires you to turn towards them or to turn towards this calling or to turn towards what is this ashe? What are these, what is this thing that is resonant in me, right? This, maybe it's a skill I have Maybe it's a perspective, maybe it's um, um, a ability or an affinity, right? That I really love every time I do this thing, like I love just connecting with young people and I love doing some teaching. Oh, okay, so what's in that direction? It doesn't have to be a, a, a full 180% commitment to the thing, dive off, I'm just gonna go off the high board, right? <laughs> Put your toe in the water first, right? <laughs> well, like these are ways to start to to turn towards what that calling is, what that affinity is, what that ashe is, 
right? And it doesn't, it's actually not about um, everybody being, you know, I think this, there's a narrative because we've been so oppressed, right? To remember how much we've contributed to culture, how much we've contributed to this country. You know, we come from kings and queens, things like that, or we have a rich cultural base. And we also were just people with purpose and meaning in community with beloveds, right? Everything doesn't have to be the biggest thing, right? It doesn't have to be the like 80,000, 100,000, a million likes and whatever, whatever, right? My thing I did went viral. Like it's, oh, in this community, I have a place, right? In my family, I have a place. Uh, I have a voice, right? I have a, this yearning. There's something in me that needs expression, right? That's my wholeness. Let me do that. And all these things are ways to do that. Yeah. Well, I love it. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think it's a good idea because I think people think that there's some let's just jump right into it. But I think when you say just be in the just be in the moment in the space with the yearning first. Yeah. Like be there first instead of like, oh my God, I gotta, you know bypass something to get right to whatever it is they think it is yeah if you don't allow yourself to be with it how do you really know what your relationship to it's supposed to be right some might come you like oh that's just like i like reading books about that or like watching movies about that that's fine right that satisfies something versus like oh my life needs to like really pivot in this whole other direction <laughs> And even as like, and I think that's important actually to, to remember this isn't all about how this turns into like a job. Oh, this is the calling to that my profession is going to go in that way. It's like, these are ways to like be in the world differently. Right? What's that yearning for like healing and love and connection and wholeness? Right? Yeah. That's hard enough. Right? What's in the way of having these relationships with other human beings that I want? relationship with myself I, am i loving myself yeah Can i get support from my ancestors to help me love myself to take those steps for my own health and well-being mm -hmm. and fun and excitement and you know passion right i love it I love it because I think the, the the true revolution and the real journey begins with self. Yeah. You know, it begins there. Yeah. You know, when they say to thine own self, be true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then from that place, what you do from that place is skillful, uh, more skillful and more resonant and related to who you are. Right. If I'm just trying to make system change, right, because things need to be changed but I'm operating from actually a hurt part of myself, I may not be creating the right thing, right? Or I might be creating a thing and actually elbowing everybody else out the way, which is also not towards liberation and is not skillful, right? And so addressing these internal pieces, right? These aspects of wholeness and healing, it's where we get support, even as a part of how we move through life and a relationship, even as we're trying to create other kinds of levels of change, which are also important but doing it from this other grounded place right? versus wrapped up in you know if my notion of liberation is all about 
in line with actually all these other notions of success and power over, right, and exploitation in some way, right? Well, as long as I'm on top is good, right? That's the model that we're growing up in. My freedom, in quotes, is really just about like, I just want those things. I want my piece of the pie no matter what, just like they got their piece of the pie no matter what. And personally, like that's actually not a version of wholeness and liberation and sustainability, which um, is also where we come from, right? These are the people who we come from, right? Thousands of years of culture that was, you know, sustainable and in relationship with people and the earth and our ancestors and all these sacred forces. So it's possible to like be successful and be in good relation with all of these, with this life, really. Mm. I like it. Yeah. It's another good conversation. Thank you, Babs. Of enlightenment and yeah, I feel pretty good. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you, Babs. <laughs> I know we he will be back. We will be back. We'll have this conversation. We'll have more of these conversations yes. um, in the next into the new year. So uh, thank you so much, Anru. I hope you are well. Yeah, well. I'm glad. Yeah, Say hello yeah. to the family. I will. I will. Enjoy your weekend. <laughs> All right, Harry Drills. We are on our way out of here today. Y'all be safe out here in these streets. Thanks, Harry. See you uh, tomorrow. Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org.